talking about life, faith, and everything in between. This is Messy Christianity. And hello again. Welcome back to Messy Christianity. Boys, compadres, Brent and Alan, we're here together. <laughs> Obviously, Alan, Mr. Brent Allen did not. I said Brent and Allen, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, <laughs> I'll go by Allen okay. today. That's fine. How about Brent and Kevin? Yeah, uh, that's me. That, no, rawr, rawr. What, what sound is that on your phone? That's my alarm for a text. Yeah, but what, what sound is it? A, it's a, a TARDIS. A TARDIS. It's a TARDIS. <laughs> Let's not even go there. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, we got a topic today. It's a good topic. It's the topic of Sabbath, mm-hmm. and the question is: Are we supposed to still Sabbath? And uh, what does that mean? And if that's the case, um, are we doing it? How do we practically do it? Let's go back even before that. For many listeners. What is what, what are we even talking about? What is a Sabbath? Yeah. What, I mean, other than just that day of the week kind of thing. What what are we talking What are we talking about? Yeah, because we don't we don't really talk about Sabbath a whole lot. Yeah. So uh, there's a command in the Scripture. I believe it's the fourth command that says, "Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy." Mm-hmm. And so uh, traditionally, we have understood that as Christians to mean Sunday being the Sabbath. But we know that historically, the Jews would have celebrated Sabbath on a Saturday. But it's not so much the day as it is the principle that we're more interested in. Mm. And the principle is a principle of rest. So, uh, Brent, I know you've, you've explored this quite a bit. You've mentioned on earlier podcasts that God really, uh, really convicted you that, that much of—I'm putting words in your mouth, correct me if I'm wrong— but God really convicted you that the, the issue in your life was predominantly that you did not um, follow Sabbath or did not observe Sabbath. So I, I don't know if I would— clarify that today as the predominant, uh, what I would say is it was the first piece of a larger puzzle that needed to be corrected before other things could be corrected. One of the things I love about God, the way that he works in our hearts and our lives, is he does not give us so much at one time that it's hard for us to grasp and understand and walk into. He gives us enough to be faithful. So for me, at a point of physically physical exhaustion, one of the things he talked to me about was the necessity of Sabbath and that I don't obey Sabbath. So it started about two years ago, a little over two years, maybe two and a half now, that I started exploring what Sabbath actually is from a biblical perspective. And to be quite honestly, uh, be quite honest, I I think we are really missing the mark in the church today. I think, yeah. quite honestly. Out of all the Ten Commandments, that's one commandment that we are defiantly disobedient about. And that's, that's, that's my interpretation of it anyway, so we can talk about that a little well, bit I would, more. I would totally agree. I mean, it, you just said it. It's, it's one of the Ten Commandments. And, you know, if we were to sit here and have a whole podcast on, hey, do not murder, let's talk about that. That'd be a short podcast because we, <laughs> I mean, the whole world agrees on that. Don't steal. Don't don't murder. Don't commit adultery. Uh but and, it's one of the ten. It's and, one of the ten. But it's beyond one of the ten. It, it's like the majority of the commandments. It's listed in there numerous times, mm-hmm. Old Testament and New Testament. Mm-hmm. There's examples in Isaiah and, and is Exodus. It's all over the Old Testament. There's even examples of it. Jesus is addressing it in the New Testament. Paul talks about it. So you've got these different places throughout the Scripture. And then through Christianity, three 400 A.D., uh, the Catholic Church actually changed it from Sabbath being a Saturday, Seventh-day observance, mm-hmm. which it had been culturally for, what, 2,000 years or so, to shifting it to a, 
to Sunday, which right. brings us to where we are today. Yeah. So what does that mean to us to observe the Sabbath for pastors or ministry workers uh, or even just lay people who are heavily engaged in the ministry of the church? Sunday is is far from a day of rest. It is a day of work. Um, so how do we how do we balance that? How do we do our work and observe Sabbath? I, I will say that you know um, Sabbath is going to have to be to, to kind of answer your question. Sabbath is going to have to be intentional because um, there's never a time where hey the work is all done. I'm just going to rest. I mean. It's there's got to be an intentionality and a discipline to it um, where we have to put stuff aside and say that can wait um, that, that I'm commanded to rest and and I need rest um, so I mean your question Sundays are hard we have a lot of work to do that kind of stuff um, I don't know if I'm being unscriptural here but maybe our Sabbath has to be a time outside of the Sunday to to do that but I, I think the the principle of the thing is build rest into our, I mean, some, some people, you know, work Sundays and they work in restaurants or whatever it may be. It still doesn't negate that the Sabbath rest is, is absolutely essential for their well-being. Yeah. Because really, uh, our week could start on Monday or it could start mm-hmm. on, on Wednesday. Right. If you, if you do shift work, that's certainly the case for you. Yeah. Um, and so the, the principle is to not work seven days a week. Now, I will say this. Um, I think that there are times where we have to work seven days a week, but I think that's the exception, not the rule. One of the things that Jesus got uh, uh, dinged on by yeah. the Pharisees was uh, healing on the Sabbath, yeah. and they were all concerned, hey, you did work on the Sabbath. Right. And Jesus said, hey, is it right for me to do good, or is it right for me to obey um, the, the, the the need right in front of the, me. Yeah. 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 Do, I mean, do I do, do I do what, do I ignore this sick person yeah. because, oh, today's, and I think what he was doing was laying out this understanding of the Sabbath was for us. The Sabbath is for us. We're not for the Sabbath. Yeah. So we are the, the purpose of it. And of course, when I say we, I'm also referring to the fact that it's about we meaning us in our relationship with God as well. Yeah. So like I said, uh, if there's a, a hurricane that hits on Saturday, yeah. I'm not about to go, oh, today's Sunday, can't yeah. do any work. No, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do ministry and I'm going to start picking up limbs and cutting people out of their homes, and I'm going to do it on my own house. Mm-hmm. But at some point, we have to stop and rest. Right. And at some point, if we don't, our bodies will tell us that we have to stop and rest. Just think on a daily schedule, just physical rest. I mean, our bodies every day do this. We We go to sleep at night because our bodies say, I'm tired, it's time to go to sleep. Much the same way as our, our physical bodies do that, our, our spiritual beings are doing that as well. But uh, maybe they're not crying out physically as much, so we don't we don't feel it and see it quite as apparently. Um, but we need soul rest as well. Yes. I, mean, I just got into another whole land here, but um, I think we we have to pull back and think and and meditate and just uh, you know absorb <laughs> God. I. I'm, I may be taking this down a different path, but I I have a hard pr- time defending Sabbath as a principle. And, and I say that because it is a command, and it's a command given mm-hmm. over and over and over again in the Scripture. It's a command. Now, I'm not negating what you said, Jeff, about if there's a necessity, you know, pull the ditch, pull the 
pull Ox. the oxen out of the mm-hmm. out of the ditch. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the lifestyle of peace, be still, mm-hmm. rest, focus on God, no work, things of that nature. And w- when we look at it as a principle, we wouldn't look at the other Ten Commandments as principles. Right. We're not going to look at adultery. Do not commit adultery. Well, what's the principle? What's he really trying to tell us behind that? <laughs> yeah. And we wouldn't do that for murder, and we wouldn't do that for stealing. You know, yeah, even, yeah. even the first command: love, love Lord mm-hmm. your God with all your heart, mm-hmm. mind, soul, and strength. So we're not no, do not have any other other gods before us. So we don't mm-hmm. look at those as principles. And so for me, th- and this is what I've fleshed out over the last couple of years. I can't look at this as a principle. Mm-hmm. I well, have to look at it as define as, principle as a, though. Because that's, well, just the way we defined it just a moment ago, it, it, you know, it's the principle of we need to establish rest. It's the principle of let's take time and 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 rest our bodies and you know recuperate and things of that nature. It, it's a command, yeah. and so if if it's a command, if it's one of the Ten Commandments, then we have to hold it equal as a command to all the other commands, or either it's the nine and a half commandments, or the the nine mm-hmm. commandments and one that we get to kind of pick and choose how we want to do it. So for me, it, it, in my study, it's like I've gone back to the Scripture. I've looked at what God has said about it. And there, there, it, now I'm, I'm not—let me be, be clear. I'm not saying that it's not a principle. But, but what I'm saying is I, I think if, if we come across it from a principle perspective, then we can overlook that it's a command. Yeah. You're saying it's not an option. So, so you're really not – because when I hear option. principle, I hear that it is definitely a principle, just like the principle of don't kill somebody. Well, there's a principle of life there and a, a respect of life. Yes. But that's semantics, I think. But I think you're absolutely right. This is not a negotiable, yep. well, I don't get to rest this week. Oh, well, I'll do it next week. No, this is a command. This is built on – God said you are not built to work every day. You are to rest regularly. And the Old Testament talks about what would happen to people that did not obey the Sabbath in the, in mm-hmm. the Jewish tradition. And I'm not suggesting that the Bible says that's what we're supposed to do to people that don't obey the Sabbath. You know, it's, you stone them, you kill them. It's the most sacred of almost the Ten Commandments with the exception of, of putting God first. And mm-hmm. so it was a very, very high standard when you look at the tradition. And that's part of the reason that the Pharisees took it to an extreme because mm-hmm. it was so important from from the perspective of Scripture and what God said that they didn't want to come close to right. breaking it. That's why they added all the extra rules, which we look at and say, no way. Right. You're, you've taken it way too far to the other side. But I think in our culture, in our Christian culture, and our cult- and our uh, social culture, that we've taken it to the other side. Sure, we made so, it subjective. So it now, now it's subjective. Now yeah. it's, okay, well, we go to church, and then we'll go out to eat, and we'll just kind of hang out, and I'll do some—I'll go ahead and cut my grass because that's not really work, and I'll, and I'll do yeah. this because it's not really work. And, and that's where I was. That's where I was. Sure. I, I was. I was working seven days a week, and God said, I don't want to be Sabbath. I'm like, but I go to church on Sabbath. Well, guys, okay, that's a whole other topic. I'm not going to go there. But— um, Going to work on on the Sabbath does not negate the command to focus on God and to rest. And so if you have a job that requires you to work on, well, biblically, the Sabbath is Saturday. So let's let's assume for the moment that, that Saturday is a Sabbath and you have a job that works on the Sabbath and you cannot rest on the Sabbath, then you have to carve out time to be able to do that on a weekly basis. You, mm-hmm. you have to. Now, for, for Christ followers today, because of the tradition of the church for 1,700 years, we now say that our Sabbath 
is Sunday. I disagree with that, but I'm not going there. So <laughs> Sunday as a Sabbath, whatever that is, it's the same thing. Same principle you're talking about, Jeff, is, is the paid staff of a church work really, really, really hard on that day. And so do the majority of the volunteers, the ones who come in and cook at six o'clock in the morning yep. and, and do, and then go feed the homeless for, for things that are going on in our church. Shout out to our breakfast cooks. And, mm. and, and do an extremely amount, or our, or Sunday school teachers or Bible study teachers who are investing and pouring in and they come into a worship service and you got the band on stage or you get the pianist or the organist or the people that are working and it, it takes a lot of energy. And here we are in this room in our 40s, almost some almost 50s, and that energy level is harder to recoup than it was 10, 15, 20 right. years ago. So at 20, we were like, we can go all day long. This is yeah. Sabbath because we're praising the Lord, and praising the Lord is a part of it. But it is so vitally clear in, Christ, in, in the Scripture to obey the Sabbath. And then it talks about blessings. Exodus 16 and Exodus 20 talks about the blessings of Sabbath and how that's how it's, how it's given, given even, even more to us when we're obedient through that. I, I, so can't, can't we can't we nail down the meaning of the Sabbath by what Jesus said? He said, the greatest commandment is love the Lord your God. And the second one is like unto it, love your neighbor. All of the commandments are wrapped up in that. So I would say that Jesus said that the Sabbath is about loving God. So that tells me that there has to be some stillness there because that kind of love relationship is about time. That kind of re love relationship is about presence. That kind of love relationship is about attention. And so we, by nature, are um, those who will chase after many things. You know, the, the book that we talked about during the podcast on our favorite books, um, what was the idol's book? Counterfeit, Counterfeit Gods. Gods, yeah. One of the one of the um, the things about us is that we chase after idols, mm -hmm. even even things that are perceived as good. We make them bigger than God, and so the Sabbath is is a reminder to us. It's it is absolutely a command, and it's a reminder that as we practice Sabbath, we are getting back to the core of our purpose. Our the reason we exist is to love God, yeah. to be in relationship with Him. Um, so uh, other, I can't remember which confession it is, but it's to know God and yep. to make him known. That's, that's who, who it is. And I would say this. If we don't practice Sabbath, getting away with God in some form or another consistently, we are not going to be close to God. We can in our speech, but we won't in our hearts. You can fake it. For you sure. can absolutely yeah. fake it. You're also you're headed towards burnout. You're headed towards stress. Headed towards sin. Um, you're, you're, well, major yeah, fall. Absolutely. It's even the creation story. You know, God created everything in six days. We know on the seventh day He rested. But I love bef right before the seventh day, uh, and all along the creation, God saw what He did, and then He said, "It's good. It's good." So to me, the Sabbath is a stepping back and going, it's good. You know, life is good. Or maybe life isn't good in your circumstance, right? But but God is good, you know, and it's a recognition of where you are. Because if you never stop and look at it, you're never going to see it. You know, there, God has built this thing in for us to slow down and to give our soul some rest and to just to look at around and go, it's good. It's good. You know, I just had a thought that may, makes it, you can see the huge smile on my face because I like to play. I like to put into pictures what what I read in scripture. And I was I was 
in my head playing back the creation story in Genesis 1 where God uh, on the first day creates and then second day, third day, fourth. And on the seventh day he goes, well, I'm going to rest now. And I and I'm thinking the the other per the other person looking at it going rest. What did you do? You've just been speaking. <laughs> all, all you've done yeah. is say earth create, mm. skies separate, water form, uh, duck, uh, giraffe. I'm tired. I'm going to rest. <laughs> going. All you did was talk. Come on, man. But which. But to me, that actually gives a God didn't need to rest. No, he set an example for us. Yeah. Yeah, because of our our frailness. I want to read Isaiah 56 because it's 56 verses 6 through 6 and 7. So here's the question before I, I read the verse. In, in our church, we even say that we want to be known as a house of prayer. And churches constantly, all over the globe, are quoting that we that God's house is to be a house of prayer. Old Testament, New Testament, that is what we're supposed to be known for. We've even had international houses of prayer organizations that have popped up all over the I globe. Those pancakes. International house of prayer is oh. uh, is another one. Oh. Um, but so so we got these tremendous things that have happened. So and, and for us in our church, if if you're part of the Story Point First Baptist Mission Casa family that we have here, truly our heart prayer desire is that we become passionate about prayer, that we become a a place where prayer is a focal point and we're known for our prayer. Why? Because that's what God said through Isaiah many, many years ago. But I want to read two verses leading up to that very statement. Verse 6 says, And foreigners who bind themselves to the Lord to minister to Him, to love the name of the Lord, and to be His servants, all who keep the Sabbath without desecrating it, and who hold fast to my covenant, these I will bring into my holy mountain and give them joy in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house will be called a house of prayer for all the nations. So we look at that as we do so much scripture. We'll look at the last little bit or take something out of the context without looking what is required of us. There is a requirement of us. And in that specific verse alone, it talks about binding ourselves to the Lord, ministering to him, loving his name, being his servants, one of which is obeying the Sabbath. So all of that is a culmination. If we don't live verse 6, how is we going to fulfill verse 7? And this is just one example in Scripture. How do we how do we become that house of prayer if we're not even doing what he instructs us to do in order to become known as that? And so Sabbath is a huge part of... It's, it's deeper than just our personal lives. We're talking about the lives of Christ followers around the world. Let's talk about the relationship of binding to each other is talking about the necessity of of living a lifestyle and proclaiming a lifestyle of Sabbath before the Lord. It's 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 so, all intertwined. So here, here's here's something that makes me think um, that that we really have messed it up, or we really have not messed it up, but we really have gotten it out of whack. You know, our Brent, you and I have traveled extensively around the world, and we've seen our brothers and sisters in Christ in churches and in different cultural contexts, different uh, nationalities. And by and large, there is not a recognition in their lives of Sabbath either. In fact, it's almost worse. There's a 
there's an expectation of pastors in India that they are going to be on call 24-7 and they're going to work seven days a week and, you know, you call, I'm there, which there's, there's, there's something surface-level noble about that, but it really is a direct violation of Sabbath. And so you, you look at these pastors and there is a... It, it's, it's complex because they're doing good things. God is obviously using them. He's blessing them. But, but it makes you wonder, how do they miss Sabbath? How, how do they, what, what's going on that they have? At our core, we're doing people. You know, it, it, take the bull by the horns. Like, I, I, I've got to do something. That's yeah. how, and and we, we forget that, and I've seen, I've seen this play out in my own life, even in college, you know, where, I don't know if this is advice or not, but praying before studying multiplied the studying. I mean, it, there is a principle here that, that God will bless our five days of work if we take one one day, or even our six days of work, if we take the one day and completely put it aside. I mean, he'll bless the rest. He multiplies. It's, it's a tithing principle. It's the same thing. You know, God will bless the rest if we take time to spend with him, really focused. You think about the way the evil one works. He works in polar opposites. He also works in counterfeits. And what is the counterfeit that, that one of the counterfeits that came up through Sabbath is the the repulsion and the rebellion. I say rebellion. That's not the right word. The the, the pushing away of Judaism from from the early church. So three, four, five hundred A.D. as as our early church fathers started to splinter away and really repelled and pushed against Judaism. And so we lost a lot of that Jewish culture, which is is the foundation of Christianity. And so quite honestly, a lot of time in our churches we'll we'll tell the stories of the Old Testament, mm-hmm. we'll tell the the principles of the Old Testament, but the actual living it out lifestyle that Jesus himself lived out, yeah. we 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 shy away from. And I don't think it's intentional. I think it's just we've been doing it for 1300 years, right. 1800 years now, right. however long it's been, and we don't really know anywhere any any better. We we've gotten off track. Right. So if if we look at, again, it's a proper lens of reading Scripture. If we read the Scripture through through the lens of the intentionality of what God is trying to say, you know, it, 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 I guess I am going here. So, <laughs> bring it. The, bring it. The, the Bible, okay, so Christianity, when, when, when the bishop, the Catholic bishop, I can't remember his name, um, expressed Sunday as being the Lord's Day, which... We, we can't really defend biblically. Um, and, and church itself started a progression of Sunday is a time that the, that the Christian church meets, meets and, and, and does stuff. And then we start calling that the Lord's Day. And then we started calling that Sabbath. And it removed the biblical mandate of the Sabbath being the sixth day. Nowhere in Scripture are we given an option. The seventh day. I'm sorry. Yeah, seventh day. I'm sorry. Uh, the seventh day. Nowhere, nowhere in Scripture are we given an option to choose what day we have to Sabbath. And so now we are, you know, 2,000 years later or so, and culture says there is no Sabbath. It's just go 90 to nothing. You work whenever you work. You, you got a seven-day work week and, and all those things. So now we're, we're battling a culture that doesn't recognize or even observe that you need a day off. And then in, in our church world, it's, 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 con, it's piled on well, because now it's, now it's Sunday, so Sab- Saturday, which in the Jewish circle or, or, or in the Messianic circle is, um, is Sabbath. The, the rest of us don't look at that. So now Saturday is just a day of working, doing whatever. And it just, I, I, I'm, I guess what I'm trying to verbalize here in a 
messed up way is that that's part of the way the evil one works is, is he divides, he separates, he gives us false light, false doctrine that's just a little bit off until suddenly thousands of years later, we're, we're not even obeying Sabbath on a different day of the week much less obeying it on the original day that God instructed us to obey it because we're not only no, we're not obeying it, we're not living it. It's, it's not part of our lifestyle, and we chalk it up to, well, that's just our culture. Yeah, but I fundamentally disagree with your assertion, though, that we should be more Jewish because we're under a new covenant, and the problem with the, the church was that the Jews wouldn't let go of the Jewish customs. That's what Paul was dealing with in, in uh, Galatians 5. He was going, look, if, if if you want to be circumcised, go ahead, go ahead and be circumcised, but it, it means nothing. And so that you know, we're not we're not Jews. We are Gentiles. We're not supposed to live like Jews. Now, Jewish history informs the uh, the gospel, but I don't think in any way that it's supposed to be a pattern for us to follow. Okay, so and the, the then, idea then, then as a Gentile, which of the Ten Commandments do I not choose to obey? If I choose not to obey Sabbath, then I can choose not to obey another one simply because I'm a Gentile. And that's what I meant from the very beginning of, of the balance of the, of the principle. If, if the I sh- thou shalt not murder is in stone, but that But that's not about well, obeying <clears throat> commandments. But, but that's we, about living Jewish we have to see the lifestyle bi- versus... Bibli- biblically, Jesus uh, himself participated in the feast, in the Jewish feast, so... We we do have biblical because he evidence. was Jewish, right? That's what I'm saying. Well, but he was Jesus, so that's. What, but that that is our that is our roots. I mean, Jesus himself participated in the Feast of Tabernacles. I mean, he 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 went. He Passover was Easter. I mean, that's what we now call Easter, Ishtar, whatever. Anyway, that he was participant in all of those things. So we we can't negate the the roots of where our Christianity has grown out of. Sure, not, um, not at all. I mean, that's that's got to be a part of it, Jesus himself said, I didn't come to abolish, I came to fulfill. So the fulfillment is in him. But, you know, I don't think we can, definitively, we can't throw out, I mean, obviously it's one of the Ten Commandments. It's, sure, but it's, who's who's arguing for throwing it out? Well, I think what I think what Brent is saying is we have subjectivized it, if that's a word, so much that we have not thrown it out, but we have made it so minimal, <laughs> the Sabbath one, that it's not it, it's what you said earlier. We got nine, or we got nine and a half. It's 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 there, but it's not really there. Does that make sense? But it's the only one in the New Testament that he didn't quote. He talked about murder. He talked about loving God, but he didn't specifically quote so, keep the Sabbath. Doesn't so, know. It doesn't okay, mean it's not I'm important. So yeah. But I think. But I think that goes back to the understanding mm-hmm. of it's not about the day. It's about the purpose. It's about the reason for it. I mean, can we deny that the reason for Sabbath is connection with God? I would agree with that, yeah. And so, Part of it, absolutely. So I'm not worried about making Saturday the Sabbath, because to me, what day does... So are we saying God started creation on Sunday? According to the last 4,000 years, that's how it's been taught, that Sunday is the first day of the week. Whatever calendar you follow, it's it's Sunday. Now, it's only in the last 10, 15 years that we... You know, you look at calendars now. The calendars are actually Monday through Sunday, but that's a that's for a work week, though. Yeah, probably. but but you know, that's a relatively new type of thing. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, culturally, no matter what the culture is, throughout the last four thousand years or so, the first day of the week has been what we would call Sunday. The last day being being Saturday. 
that is the well that we got like three minutes left yeah. so i guess we're stuck uh, here <laughs> well and, and i'm i'm not i wasn't bringing this up to say see we don't think alike on everything people this is this is real life i i guess the heartbeat for me is we hold rock steady to some commands and others that according to scripture appear to be equal we don't hold equal and so that's what we have to flesh out ourselves mm-hmm. and, and because as as you mentioned a few minutes ago Jeff love God love people no one knows whether or not I'm loving God in my heart now you can talk about fruit and evidence of yeah. it so do not murder if I don't murder I'm loving people if I'm not you know, have, have, I'm not stealing. If I'm not having an affair, then I'm not. I mean, I'm loving others. I'm not following that. Mm-hmm. But the whole idea of of Sabbathing, inner reflection, resting, resting, being so integral in it. The the the, the physical rest and the mental drawing close to God are are equal in that command. The way I I perceive it, the rest is as important as the drawing in and the focusing on God. And yet, if that truly is an outright blatant unconfessed sin that the church itself walks in constantly, the church people walk in constantly, and we're not addressing that. It's just, it's, it's a different not, standard. Not only do we not do it, but we even promote it and uh, idolize the the person that, that goes the extra mile, you know, does extra, you know, getting ahead. I mean, that's, that's a, that's person's a go He's a hard getter, worker. hard worker. You, you know, know, if you work 80 hours, you're something you're, else. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and on, I know we're near our end of time here, but you think about, um, just trying to get ahead, success being an idol or, or, or whatever it may be. If that is something that somebody is pursuing wealth or power or fame or, or success or whatever, maybe to put in, it's so tempting to put in extra time on Sunday or Saturday, whenever your Sabbath is, because that's a time to do it. I mean, when nobody else is doing it, I can get ahead, and it, it's hard. But is it re- is that truly rubbing against the Sabbath? I think it might be. You know, rest, rest, not just physical rest, but soul rest. Let's do this. This is part one. Let's go ahead. <laughs> let's go ahead and hang it up. And on the next podcast, let's pick this back up because I think there's a lot more we can talk about. Because I I totally agree with you on this, Brent. I think that we talk about the other other commandments a whole lot. Yeah. We don't talk about keeping the Sabbath a whole lot. Part of that might be a misunderstanding of what that actually means. How do I actually keep Sabbath? Is going to church, going home, watching football on the couch still keeping Sabbath? Mm-hmm. That that I think is a real question. So can y'all I go over that. One last thing before we go. Yeah, absolutely. Unless you're listening to this on a Sunday, go, <laughs> go to Chick-fil-A right now. Chick-fil-A, unless it's a Sunday. Oh, my god! And you can't go because they're Sabbathing. You know Maybe. what? I always want Chick-fil-A most on a Sunday. There you go. If they only had Chick-fil-A in the stores, I could get Chick-fil-A at Walmart on a Sunday because our Walmart and Chick-fil-A are in the same parking lot. Stay tuned no, for part two. So. Yeah. All right. We'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for listening to Messy Christianity. Three guys talking about life, faith, and everything in between. Want to know more? Check us out at www.storypointchurch.com or www.messychristianity.com.